0: the battle may not be your choice the battle may not be your choice but the outcome is the battle may not be your choice but the outcome is glory to god father we thank you lord as we look to your word we thank you lord that your anointing is upon the word and father god each and every one of our hearts And ears, Father God, will be receptive to the word this morning, Father God. And Father God, as we're receptive to the word, Father God, I thank you, Lord, that we go from one glory to another. And Father God, that uh, we take the the initial steps, Father God, to follow your word in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, We can do a lot of things without God. Hmm, how about that? Uh, we can acquire health, wealth, start a business, get an education, but uh, in God's will, we can only find true joy, fulfillment, faithfulness, amen. and at the end of the day, we will, we will want to hear, well done, good and faithful servant, amen? amen. That's when we have him work with him glory to God God has a wonderful plan and desire for each and one of our lives uh, it contains the very best plans purposes pursuits adventure fulfillment and joy and so uh, let's go through our first scripture Jeremiah chapter 29 you know where we're going here Jeremiah 29 Looking at verse 11, this is one of the plans It says, For I know your thoughts and plans that I have for you, says the Lord, thoughts and plans for welfare and peace, not for evil, to give you hope in your final outcome. A reward. Hallelujah. So God has plans to reward us. Well, I thought some of you would jump, jump up and down and catch that one. Say, claim it. I claim that one. Reward. So let's go to the New Testament and find Colossians chapter 2. In Colossians chapter 2, uh, we will begin in verse 2. Colossians 2, verse, beginning verse 2. That their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the knowledge of the mysteries of God, and of God and of the Father and of Christ, in whom all in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words, for though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in spirit, joying and beholding your order, and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ, as ye have therefore received. Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. Glory to God, hallelujah. Rooted and built it up in Him, and established in faith as you have been taught, rebounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophies and vain deceits, after the traditions of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in Him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, And, verse 10, ye are complete in him, glory, which is the head of all principalities and powers. Glory to God. God has designed us to have a perfect plan. He's given us a purpose, and we need to pursue it. Amen. Amen. Uh, Now, we're going to talk just a minute on trust. Is there a person in your life whom you can trust with your very life? Is there a person in your, in your life that you can trust with your life? Maybe it's a spouse, or maybe just uh, a parent or a sibling, a good friend. Uh, think about that person, how much they, they uh, help you out. Realize, realize that God's love is infinitely more than that person whom you would trust with your life. Amen. Okay. Uh, we can trust somebody who loves us perfectly. Amen? Amen. Perfect love drives out all fear. 1 John chapter 4. 1 John chapter 4. And 1 John chapter 4. I can't find that. 1 John chapter 4, verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear hath torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. So we can, when we trust the Lord, we don't have fear. Amen? Glory to God. We need to trust the Lord completely. Um, and don't even trust yourself in some things. How many... I found out you can't trust yourself sometimes. Okay. It's a loaded question, isn't it? In everything you do, we need to put the Lord first. He will direct us and guide us and, and uh, crown our efforts with success. Proverbs chapter 3, going to Proverbs, the book of Proverbs. In Proverbs chapter 3. Glory to God. Proverbs chapter 3. We find verse 5 says, Trust, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. So there you go. We need to trust the Lord even above our own understanding. Sometimes we think we, we know better and how many how many's ever had that problem, that you know better? And you begin to uh, tell people that you know better. And after a while, you find out you are wrong. Yeah. Nobody here. Oh, glory to God. since saintly people, glory. <laughs> so why are Christians not experiencing God's will for their lives? Why aren't we experiencing God's will for our lives? What's wrong? Our eyes have been focused on the wrong things. Mm. If there's something which, pardon me, if there is something you own which you can't give away, you don't own it, it owns you. If there's something you own which you can't give away. You don't own it. It owns you. If God if God doesn't get your attention, we become lost in our own self quote preservation. Uh, A self-made man usually worships himself. A self-made man usually worships himself. I could have an oops or oh me, one of those two. Um, So the second thing, um, besides trusting, we need to uh, know that what Hosea 4, 6 says. Hosea chapter 4, verse 6. It says, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee, that thou shalt be no priest unto me. Seeing thou hast forgotten the law of thy God, I will also forget thy children. So what goes wrong in our lives is because we forget God. We don't acknowledge him any longer. Uh, there are a lot of tests and trials that, uh, or formulas that we use. Some are good, some, some are valid, uh, some are misleading, and some are outright, outright dangerous. How about opening and closing doors? You know, we pray, close that door, Lord, open that door, Lord, amen. Um, actually, that's invalid, because uh, if we're looking for God, there's a process of elimination through His Word. Seek God first, not this process of illumination. If this door closes, I, I know I can do this. Or if this do- door opens, I can run through it and you know find out what God says first. Uh, sometimes uh, we try to run through a door and it's closed, or we run through a door and you find out <laughs> it was the wrong one. What did the Lord say? Narrow is the way, and there's a broad way that leads to destruction, and sometimes that door to destruction is wide open. It, it traps a lot of people, and uh, we don't want to fall in that. Um, another reason that uh, we don't have uh, proper knowledge, we fail to employ God's given gift to us, the Holy Spirit. We don't call upon the Holy Spirit in our lives too much. Well, you know, I've done this before. I've, you know, I've got that. But the Holy Spirit is within us. And he's also given us the mind of Christ. Amen. We need to fall back, find out what, what the Lord is saying to us. Um, another one is we allow elements of chance to influence our decision. Chance. Oh, wow. What about that one? If this door opens, I got my chance. Or we make our own uh, chance, uh, and it influence, influences our decision. And it could be also too closed. Not all closed doors are really closed. They are just nor they're barriers that are foolproof. Sometimes, there are, like I said, the door seems to be closed, but it's not closed. We need to, through the Spirit of God, move, move that door open. Find out where first. Well, he has plans for us. Amen. And those plans gives us purpose. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, let's go to Colossians chapter 4. In Colossians chapter 4. we're going to see Paul's prayer here. That's Colossians chapter 4, looking at verse uh, 3. With all praying also for us, that God would open unto us the door of utterance to speak the mysteries of Christ, for which I am also in bonds. See, Paul asked the door to be opened for an opportunity to do the Lord's work. It wasn't for guidance. He wanted the the opportunity. So sometimes we we need to pray that way. Um, Impressions are invalid. Impressions are invalid. You can't have impressions. Well, I I am impressed to do this. Uh, That's not what the Lord says. Find out what the Lord's saying in your heart first. Find, find things that agree with the word of God, not what uh, you're impressed to do. If it doesn't follow through on what God says, your impression is wrong. You've got the wrong, getting the wrong information. You've got a uh, wrong number. You picked up the wrong number and you're listening to it. How many ever made a uh, call on the phone and you got the wrong number? What would you do? apologize, yeah. You know, uh, before the cell phones were out and all that type of stuff, I made it, I was uh, down in L.A. I was looking for a parts shop, and so I dialed this number, the uh, lady answers, is, it, is this so-and-so shop? She says, no, it's not. It's not. Oh, I'm sorry. Is it, is, do you know, have you ever had other calls that, she says, well, once in a while, and, uh, so I got to talk to her in a conversation. You know. Well, I lost a quarter. I mean, I mean, some of us are tight. I'm tight. I right. said, so, you know what? Hey, got my quarters worth talking to the lady. and She understood what happened. I died the wrong one. And she said, oh, well, how are you today, you know? Unfortunately, I didn't ask her about the Lord. I should have. You know, that, That's where uh, the wife has been great at. Uh, if she gets the wrong number, she says, well, you know, do you know the Lord? Uh, I mean, you, I, mean, <laughs> I can imagine the person on the other line. Uh, or do you go to church anywhere? Um, <laughs> what church is it? <laughs> so, hey, don't let an oppor- oppor- a golden opportunity pass you by. Hello. Amen. So, get on the phone today. <laughs> dial a number you don't know. Oh, Our number is so much like Reggies' high school. We get calls. You know, can you get so and so on the phone? <laughs> 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 they're in. Cl- they're in this class. I'm sorry, you <laughs> Do you know the no-, no? I don't know the number. I should get the getting number because they call so often. <laughs> so, can I speak to the counselor? This is so and so's uh, parent. You know, well, I'm, I can counsel you, but <laughs> <laughs> it may not what you want. Okay. So uh, find out what what agree, agrees with the word. You know. Uh, God, we hear, here's, here's, here's a good one um, that you hear a lot of times. God helps them who helps themselves. How many of you ever heard that? They quote it from the Bible. This is what the Word says. No, that's not what the Word of God says, you know. It's felonious. It's in, invalid, you know. God helps those that ask of Him. Glory to God. God cannot help us when we're blocking His direction. That's true. There's plans, He's got plans for us, and there's a direction that we need to follow. And if we're not hooked up with His plans, we're not going to find out our purpose in life. Right. So, so far, we've got plans and purposes. Glory to God. All right, let's find out where we're going. Looking for God's will will be in some location or some vocation uh, is not valid either. You know, uh, The only way you're going to find God's will is through his word. Yeah. That's the location you're going to find, not, not some other location. God's will is his relationship, amen, uh, not a physical place, you know, the only place I can find God is in church, well, uh, I know the wife says that she talks to God a lot, taking her bath, you know, she just gets in that, that warm water and just talks to God, I uh, don't do that. Yeah, I'm thinking about that. Uh, what's that? Those characters, Veggie Tales. Remember VeggieTales? I'm thinking about David and his duckies. <laughs> Here, what's another duck? Oh, that's way off. How about fleecing? Fleecing God. Is that in, is that all right? Never. Anybody remember who fleeced God? Okay, turn to the book of G- uh, Judges. Maybe open your mind. Uh, remember, book of Judges. Oh, come on. Judges chapter six. You find a man named Gideon. Now you remember what the fleece is, okay? Uh, Verse thirty six, Judges six, thirty six. And Gideon, Gideon said to God, If thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put out a fleece of wool on the floor, and if it be dew on on the fleece only, and it will be dry upon the earth beside it, then shall I know that thou art uh, will save Israel by thy hand, as thou hast said. Um, and it was so, and he rose up early in the morning, and thus the fleece was together, wring the dew out of the fleece, a bowlful of water. Wow. And Gideon said, look at this, here we go again. You got, you got a message from God already, he tells you what to do. And Gideon said unto God, uh, let not thy anger be godly against me, and I will speak but this once. Let me prove, I pray thee, But this once, that the fleece, let it now be dry upon uh, the fleece, and upon the ground let it be dew. And God did so that night, for it was dry upon the fleece only, and there was dew all on the ground. Fleeces, we don't operate by fleeces. Uh, This fleece was for confirmation, it wasn't for guidance. So if you're going to have a fleece, it should be for confirmation, not guidance, okay? God wants, to know his, God wants us to know his will for our lives, plans, purposes. Uh, he doesn't uh, give, uh, give plans designed in a mystery or a puzzle that you have to decipher. Well, what does this mean? You know, it's not like a treasure hunt where you have to figure out, you know, Maybe none of you did that. As, as kids, you made, made a treasure map and, you know, bury the treasure at some point and then walk so many pieces and it's buried under here. Uh, my wife's brothers did that with uh, their mom's jewelry one time. <laughs> they took a whole box of jewelry out. They were, I think... This was back in uh, Florida. And they took took a whole box of jewelry, went out there and dug a hole, put it in there, made a made a map to find it. And they forgot where they put it. And my mother-in-law, uh, they were, uh, you know, they were, at that point they, they were. Uh, she was a doctor's wife, and they had quite a bit of money. They were, you know, some doctors make pretty good money. And uh, the boys kind of got in hot water. They couldn't find it. They looked all over the backyard. <laughs> so somebody, whoever, whoever bought the, the, uh, that home might have been digging, digging up, and they found real treasure. I mean, <laughs> real treasure. <laughs> so God wants to know, uh, tell us his will and how to get it, all right? Um, Psalms 25. let's go to Psalms 25. In Psalms chapter 25 that, uh, that treasure could be like. One that, what's those uh, foundations? Uh, after 100 years, they supposed to open up that uh, time capsule. Somebody found it. Uh, all, my, my, all my treasures were you know, just marbles and other types of things like that. Okay, Psalms 25, I'm, I'm sorry. Verse 14. The secret, the secret of the Lord is with them that fear him, and he will show them his covenant. So the secret is with us already, and it's within our covenant. Amen. And so what do you write on, on your... Checks are your offerings. Covenant blessings or covenant rights comes your way because of it. John chapter 7. Let's go to the New Testament, John chapter 7. You have covenant rights. They belong to you, belong to me. Unfortunately, not too many of us are, 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 uh, I'll put this, not very few in the body of Christ are are operating or having their covenant rights uh, open to them. We have ministering angels to bring forth the covenant rights for us, but we don't use them. I hope so. I may be so. One of these days, we put it all into the future. What is covenant rights? Faith is Now, your covenant rights are now. Claim it. Speak it forth. Glory to God. Hallelujah. John chapter 7. John chapter 7, looking at verse 17. If any man will do his will, he shall know of the doctrine whether it be of God or whether I speak it myself. So there you go. God wants to know us to know His will for us. There's a purpose for you to learn what you learn in the Word of God. It's a, there's a purpose for what you learn at your job. It's a building foundation. It's line upon line here there a little bit. It's not, it's not like going uh, going to class at kindergarten day one and on day two you're graduating from the university. It's not that way. It, it's line upon line, build upon line upon line, here, there, a little. We build upon it. God's will for, for our lives... Uh, There are three conditions that we need to meet. One, are you willing to do God's will before you know what it is? Are you willing to do God's will before you know what it is? That's why in the military, when they ask for volunteers, they point you out you you and you are volunteering and you will do the job that's what god says i've appointed i've given you a plan you have a purpose and now you are set to do it and some of us we turn our minds off on that i don't want to do that that's not my calling lord that's laurel's calling That's Mike's calling. What's your calling? Are you willing to do God's will before you know what it is? Jesus said, I came to do the will of the Father. Did he know what the will of the Father was? No, he had to learn. It said he learned. He grew in the word. So, the word is, given to us that we will know the, uh, God's will and do it. Amen. Uh, another condition uh, having, the will of, uh, having the will of God done in our lives. Are you clean? Or, you know, make sure that you're clean. Use 1 John 1.9. Make sure you're clean that you can do exactly what he's called you to do. The fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman avails much, but if you're not clean, the Lord can't hear your petition, your prayer. So that prayer is up in smoke, you could say. But if you're clean and he hears that prayer, you know it's done. Amen? Amen? We know we can expect God's will if we are not harboring... Unconfessed sins. Okay? Third thing, are you surrendered? Are you focused on the Lord? Filled with the Spirit? Ephesians chapter 5. In Ephesians chapter 5, we, go, we can go to verse uh, 18. Ephesians five eighteen: Be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Glory to God! We need to be <clears throat> surrender over to the Spirit. What He shows you in the Word of God, we need to do. Yeah. Don't say, "Well, you know, that's that's not my job. I don't feel that's my job." Maybe when you once you start doing it, you're, you'll you find out, hey, this is perfect. I really enjoy this. Amen. So why are we here? We're called by Jesus. We are called to have intimate relationship with God. That's why we're here. Secondly, we are appointed as ambassadors. 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Verse 20, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as through God did to beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, that you be reconciled to God. Uh, From the uh, Amplified, it reads, So we are Christ's ambassadors, God making His appeal as it were through us. We, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for His sake to lay hold of divine favor, now offered you, and to be reconciled to God. Glory to God. Recall, you're an ambassador. You've got a job. You're also a soldier, Ephesians chapter 6. You're also a soldier, an ambassador and a soldier for God, hallelujah. And what are we supposed to do as an ambassador? We're supposed to meet the people, Okay. We'll find that in Matthew chapter 28. In Matthew chapter 28, look what an ambassador does. Are you ready? As an ambassador, we need to be doing our job. Matthew chapter 28, looking at verse, beginning with verse 18 through 20. Jesus said and spake unto them, saying, All power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing in the name of the Father, of the Son, and the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the ends of the world. Amen. So we have the great commission. As, a, as an ambassador, we, we are commissioned to do something great for him. <clears throat> we should never lose sight of our calling. What, what has God called you to do? He's given you a plan. He's given you a purpose. Now we need to pursue it. Now, Pay attention. God is looking for full time Christian engineers, full time Christian plumbers, full time postmen, policemen, nurses, etc. Whatever you're called to do, you are an ambassador for Christ. Now, plans, purposes, amen? Sometimes there needs a change. a change comes your way. From time to time, God will bring us to an intersection in our lives, and there's a animate change is going to be obvious. This will start a new chapter, an adventure in the calling, of your calling. Well, I never thought I could do that. You know, God says, this is what you're going to do. You're no longer a laborer in, at your job. Now you become a, a foreman or a boss. You become the leader. You know, whatever you're in, God's going to promote you. you say, wow, I was didn't think about it and I don't like that part of a job. Well, There's a promotion when it comes to when you do that. Amen? Glory to God. It will help, be helpful to remember the following when it comes to a change. Do your homework. Gather the facts. Do your homework and gather the facts about your new job or your new calling. Now, God specializes in the impossible. Doing what we cannot do. But he will not do for us what we can do. He says, I've called you to do that. You need to do it. He's given us the ability. He's given you the, the training. He's given you the mind of Christ. He's given you uh, the power of his name. The blood. We're called to do it. We're not weak. Now, in the change, you need to evaluate something also. In your evaluation, you, ought to, you have an opportunity to measure uh, the following criteria. Your evaluation start, should start off with prayer. Ask God's guidance and thank Him for the wisdom. That's going back to Proverbs uh, 3, verse 5. And then evaluate each opportunity that offers you the greater spiritual maturity. Because there's areas that you've been called to and he wants you to go into a higher calling. That's a greater maturity. So we need to evaluate the opportunity because the the enemy knows that if, if you go to this new opportunity, he can't touch you. So he'll try to keep you in this other area. So evaluate your opportunity for the greater spiritual maturity, okay? Um, Then compare the desire of your heart. Let's go to Psalms 37. In Psalms 37. Compare the desires of your heart. Verse 4, Psalms 30, uh, 7, verse 4, Delight thyself in the Lord, and He shall give you the desires of thy heart. And when you get that done, you will learn to focus close, more closely with God in, in your relationship and give Him access, greater access to your heart's decision. He'll give you a greater access to your heart decision. Only He can design your future and tailor your unique needs, talents, and gifts for the, for the opportunity he's given you. Only he can design your future and tailor it to your unique needs, talents, and gifts for your future. And the final step is a step of faith. We've already talked about faith quite a bit so, since you're in Psalms 37. Let's go to, now a step of faith is a step. It's not a leap. It's not a jump. Some of us jump ahead of of God. You have the faith, but we jump ahead of God. He said a step of faith. Take a step of faith. Not a leap of faith. Psalms 37, verse Verse 23. Psalms 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So you might stumble, but hey, glory to God, God's there to pick you up so you go forward. Every step of faith is important in your Pursuit of your plan. Then, confirmation. A step of faith allows God to confirm the direction by delivering um, His perfect peace or lack of it. Now, you're doing something and it's wrong. I mean, you're you're all confusion. That's not God's perfect will there. So, you kind of back up. If peace is lacking, stop and pray and reevaluate once again. The options that you have. Because once you're in God's perfect will, you have peace. But if it's confusion, whoops. Sometimes you need to bind the spirit of confusion because the enemy is trying to throw you a, a curveball at you. And then finally, you have your destiny. It's, a, it's your destiny, it's a desire that won't let you go. It's a de- desire that you have. It won't let you go. That's your destiny. It's done for a purpose by God. You have that destiny. Your destiny be, will be more than a job. Your destiny will, will be more than a job. It will be joyful. Psalms 40, Psalms 40. Look at verse 8, Psalms 40 and verse 8. I delight to do thy will, O my God. Yea, the law is within my heart. I delight to do thy will. Glory to God. Your destiny will unlock your creativity. Your destiny will unlock your creativity. It means once you've found your place, your creative abilities will be Expounded, just go out. It will open the doors, glory to God, and bring the right people and the right jobs for you, your destiny. God's purpose always carries with it His favor. God's purpose, God's plans, purpose, and pursuits will always carry God's favor. Glory to God, hallelujah. Surrendering to God's will is no little game. It's the ultimate adventure. When you surrender to God, wow, what is next? I don't know what's coming next, but hang on. See, God has planned your greatness. Or planted your greatness in you. So let today, glory to God, be the day that you start living the plan that God intended you to have. We're already into the third month, and God has called you to do something this year. Get with the program. Amen. Amen. So, you have plans, purposes, and pursuits. Glory to God, Hallelujah. Okay, we are about ready to do communion service. Glory to God. Can anybody? Recall what we did last time when we had communion service? What? We hit it. We hit it. We had a cloth and took the middle middle piece, broke it, and then hit it and then according to the Jew, uh, you know this is at the Passover, they had the three pieces of matzah bread. They took the middle one out, broke it and covered it and told the youngest, well, was the youngest in the house. Was supposed to go go out and find it. Glory to God, we found it. Amen. We found the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Okay, that's what the, the bread stands for. Uh, the bread again uh, has uh, it's uh, unleavened bread. It's the matzah bread. It has stripes across it. Yes. Has bruises on it. it. Shows you what the Lord's body looked like when he gave gave it over for us to be healed physically as well as mentally. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So the Lord's uh, Supper is is an expression of our worship to him. Glory to God. Amen. Um, It's a table of invitation. It invites you to come into his presence, greater presence. He says he's not going to partake of this communion until we're all together. So I think the Lord's, um, I can't say he's anxious, but uh, he knows the time is short because the way things are happening in the world, you know, there's deception all over our world. There's lying all over the uh, world. Good is now bad. Evil is good. I mean, uh, just some of the laws that have been passed this year through a number of states, especially about abortion with uh, the murdering of children. I mean, uh, after, after birth if a mother does not want the child or the parents do not want the child, they can eliminate it. And uh, I tell you what, that uh, the governors and the people that, when they said that, when Cuomo said that he had a loud cheer, people applauded for a child to be murdered. I tell you what, I... Our country is getting worse and worse. You know, uh, I'm ready for the Lord to say, come on up here. I, I don't, don't want, it, You don't know what's going to happen next. Um, people believe a lie more than they do the truth. Glory to God. But we know the truth. We're Amen. going to leave this place soon. okay I uh, will turn to the book of First Corinthians chapter 11 <clears throat> Paul writes that's chapter 11 first uh, Corinthians beginning verse 23 for I have received the Lord that which I also deliver unto you that the Lord Jesus the same night in which he was betrayed took bread well that, that's, that's pretty heavy Betrayal on the Passover. And when he had given thanks, he break it and said, Take eat, this is my body which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner, he also took the cup. And when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament. Glory to God in my blood. This do as ye's ye drink it in remembrance of me. The cup, the bread and the cup, the physical and the spiritual, the blessing of the spiritual and and the physical. Glory to God. So we will uh, have some music and uh, you'll come up here and receive your emblems and then we'll take it together. The giving of his body to give us health and healing, the blood, a new covenant that washes away the sin, not just covers it, but washes it away. So, Father, we do thank you for that which Jesus gave to us his body, that we would not have to endure the sicknesses or the pain. In remembrance of him, we take this bread. In Jesus' name. Father, we just thank you. As we look to the cup, Jesus said, this is a new covenant. The blood that washes away all sin, that cleanses the sinner, that gives us righteousness and holiness. Father, we receive this cup in remembrance of what Jesus did for us. His love for us, in Jesus' name. Amen. Mm. Well, you can get up. Be the first one at the restaurant at 11 o'clock. Let's all stand. You are his delight. You are his treasure. You are his eternity. He does everything for us. Not for himself, but for us makes you special. And so, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks that you saw us so special, Father God, that you gave Jesus to pay the price to set us free, to be free, Father God, to come into your kingdom, to praise, to worship you, to communion with you. We thank you, Lord, that we are the redeemed. We say so, Father God. I thank you, Lord, that as we go our separate ways, we can be a blessing to those that we come in contact with. We praise you for this day, Lord. Amen.